Today's daf is daf lamed hey, daf lamed hey, page thirty-five, and we're in the middle of psachim. Those of us who've been busy with tum and tara may have forgotten, and we're now going to learn about hokas matzah. Kishmaka matzah. How is matzah supposed to be made? What is it allowed to be made of? Different halachas. Very gishmaka sugya. So here we go. We're up to the Mishnah. Nine lines from the top of Lamed Hay Aleph. Here we go. Elu dvarim shoyz v'midei choybas pesach. These are the, Rashi says, the, the grains that a person is allowed to use to be fulfill his obligation of matzah on Pesach. All right? So there's, as we know, there's five grains. Chitin, your matzah could be made out of wheat. Sa'irin, the matzah could be made out of barley. Kusmin, can be made out of spelt. Shifain, rye, shibay lishul, and oats. Gavaldik. All of these five suffice if you make your matzah out of these grains. V'yaitzim b'demai. Now, the halacha is, demai, which you're not sure if trumas and maizras were separated from it, and a person eats their matzah uh, made out of demai, you still got your mitzvah on Pesach. Ube maizr. And a person also um, has fulfilled their chiyav if uh, it's maizrisha and shenitla truma, if it's, he eats it from maizrisha, that the truma was separated, maizrisheni and hektish sheniftu, also maizrisheni and hektish, as long as the Kedusha was redeemed. If, if, if uh, Yisrael gives a Kayan Chala, the Chala that was separated from his own dough, uh, his own Matzah dough, and gives it to a Kayan, a Kayan can be dead at the Seder night to Betruma. His Matzah can be made out of Truma. Uh, and nobody, whether it's Yisrael, Kayan, any, any it, is not a, cannot fulfill their Chiyuv with Tevel. With grain that my chumas and was not separated on Also, with any grain that the main meiser was not separated from meiserishin, uh, that the chum wasn't separated. That's a levi. And also, that was not redeemed. You, you, a person does not fulfill their mitzvah. What about the chalus? Now, rem- remember that as we learned in the previous mesechtas. In Brachas, and even prior to that, in Nida, that the carbon taida was brought with many, many chalas. Now we call it chalas, but the chalas actually were made as matzah. All right, they were like flatbreads, and they were baked within eighteen minutes. Were kike nazir. So these chalas that are brought with the carbon taida were kike nazir, or the crackers that a nazir brings along with his carbonais. Asom la if they were made for the Chiyav Karban, Ein So then, you can't fulfill your Chiyav of Matzah on Pesach, because it's considered a Karban. You can't use something that's part of a Karban on Pesach uh, for your Chiyav. But let's say he made them to sell in the Shok, meaning I made, I made uh, Matzahs for any Nazir that doesn't want to make his own, uh, his own crackers to bring with his Karban, so I sell it out in the shuk. I sell these to the Nazirim that are on their way to Yerushalayim. I got a, a cracker gemach for all the Nazirim. So then Yaitzimahem. It's okay because until you actually sell it to a Nazir, it's not a chalik of the carbon. And the Mela, a person may fulfill his, uh, 
is Chiyuv on Pesach with them. Okay, so here we go. So let's, a quick a quick review. Reb David, we're on Lamed Hamad Aleph. Quick review, three parts of the Mishnah. First part of the Mishnah, let us know that any one of the five grains may be used to uh, as matzah. The second part of the Mishnah uh, was letting us know in, when we get involved in Hilchas, Meisris, and Truma, uh, what category of of uh, separation, what category of, of Meisris and Truma uh, is it allowed to be in that if I do it, I fulfill my chiv. Obviously, if you separated proper Trumas and Meisris, you're okay. But the second half of the mission was letting me know what about if you have a suffake? We said a suffake is okay. Certain levels. What about the things that are redeemed? If it, if it is redeemed, it's also okay. If it's not redeemed, it's not okay. And then finally, we had the last chalik of the Mishnah, which was that any grains or any matzah that's been made for other chiyuvim, for other obligations, besides for this particular chiyuv, okay, so I made the matzah, why? I made the matzah because... I'm a Nazir, and I need to bring this with me, and, uh, you know, I kind of haven't brought it yet, so I'm just going to eat it on, uh, for my matzah on Pesach. Or it's a, it's a challah of a carbon taida, and these, the, they need to be eaten within a certain amount of time, and I want to use it. I want to use it at my Pesach. Say it happens to be within the proper zman. No, you cannot fulfill your mitzvah of achilas matzah with matzahs that are set aside for uh, these other obligations. Period. That is the Mishnah. All right, let's focus in on the grains. Tana. We learned in a Bryson. Kusman and Achitim. Let's say, uh, a Kusman, not let's say, Kusman, spelt, is considered wheat. It's like from the same category. It's the same species. Shibayla Shul, Vishifain, Minsairim. And Shibayla Shul, oats, and Shifain, and rye, Minsairim. They come from the barley fra- uh, family. Now Rashi lets us know something interesting. Rashi says, why is this necessary? Why is he got to tell me this? He got to tell me what family they're part of. As long as I know, I can use these species, our Goba Seder, right? Yeah, tell me, what, tell me uh, who the Zayda is, yeah, where, where they come from. The mind Nafkamina. So the Nafkamina is as follows. Um, the halacha, when it comes to separating Trumas and Maestras, is that if they're in different piles and they're different types, you can't separate truma from one type to another type. So let's say I have wheat and barley. I can't take more truma from my barley and say that applies to the wheat too. I'm, setting it, I'm taking setting that truma from my barley, and I'm going to take a little more of barley, and it'll be considered like I separated from my wheat as well. It doesn't work because two different families. There's two different products. From here we're learning, however that oats and rye are a chilek of barley. So let's say I have an oat pile, a rye pile, and a barley pile. I could take a separate extra barley and set aside that, yeah, the truma, or the extra barley truma that I'm setting aside should apply to my oats and rye because they take a come from the same yichus. All right? So that's the nafkamina, why the Gemara is breaking this down for us. Kusman gulba. Kusman spelt was known in Aramaic as Gulba. Shifain is Dishra. Shifain, which we know in the uh, uh, that was the the rye rye in the Mishnah, that was known as in Aramaic as Dishra. Shibayla Shual and Oats Shivile Tala. These were known as Shivile Tala. So if you want to know exactly what they are, says the the Gemara. We're explaining it to those learning the Mishnayos 
in Aramaic. Period. All right. Hani in Oyrez V'doichin Lai. Benadimili. You can only make matzah from these five grains. You can't make matzah from any other grain. Oyrez V'doichin are rice and millet. Those are considered grains, but they're not from the main grains. Right? You make a mezainus on them, although we know you make a very nefashis afterwards. How do I know? How do I know that we're limited to these five to fulfill my chiv, and I can't uh, start making uh, rice tortillas and, uh, and, and eating that as, as my matzah? Amr of Shimon Lakish. Shimon Lakish says, I'll bring you the psukim. Here we go. Now we're going to go through different types of, just a fascinating gemara, a whole different change of pace from what we were doing on the previous dafim. And we're just going to be getting into all different types of of grains and growths and and discuss, you know, uh, what family they're part of and, and sources in the Torah. So, Amr Hashem Malakash Rishlakash says, V'chein Tarn Tavayi Bishmol, similarly learned in Spanish, V'chein Tarn Tavayi Rabbi Ben Yaakov, and it was also taught in the same way in the yeshiva of Rabbi Loz Ben Yaakov, Amakra, the Torah tells us in Devarim, Aysaycha Olav Chometz, you're not allowed to eat Chometz with the carbon Pesach. Shivas Yom Aysaycha Olav Matzis, rather for all seven days of Pesach, you should eat Matzah, which means, things that will end up becoming chametz if it's a type of grain that if you leave it alone it'll turn into chametz that's the type of grain you could fulfill your mitzvah which excludes these if you leave rice flour millet flour they're not going to end up leavening they're not going to end up rising rather what are they going to do they're going to get ruined they're going to get moldy they're going to get spoiled and since they're going to get moldy and spoiled they're not the proper quality that's needed for matzah. Why? Again, because the psukim compare the leisaychal alav chametz to the chiyuv of achilas matzah, which lets me know what suffices for matzah eating. Only something that, if left, will become chametz. Masisins like Rabbi Yechemenuri. And although this Mishnah was taught and this raya was brought in all the yeshivas, Rabbi Yechemenuri does not work out with this Mishnah, Damar, Rabbi Yechonam Banuri says, Ayrez min daganu. Hitaka holds that Ayrez is, con- that rice is considered a grain, v'chayav mal chimutzai karis. And if I eat rice flour, if I eat rice dough, that's left on Pesach, I'm going to be chayav karis. Okay? Mamish chayav karis, completely. Um, now, since it's bali de chimutz, according to him, so now let's go back to the whole source of why you can't. The only reason why I wasn't allowed to make rice matzah was because it could lead to chametz, and we're holding you can't. But if you hold now that it could, so if it could become chametz, and I'm going to be chayav karis, that also lets me know a kula, the chumrah of being chayav karis on it, leads to the kula of allowing me to eat it as my matzah, the tanya. Now how do we know... Uh, what's going to be the source that rice taka instead of spoiling turns chametz dik? We learned in the brayso. He says they're karayv lehachmetz. He's so he's saying like this. Yes, granted they end up spoiling. However, he says that what happens he, it's like a science, like a, a shaila a machlekes and metzias. Yeah, like a scientific machlekes. Do they end up leavening at all prior to them becoming spoiled? So he says, yes, he holds they actually leaven faster. Okay? And then they spoil. Okay. Ibailahu, they asked the Shaila. This, Tarabi Yechem says, Karayv lahachmetz. 
that it's close to chametz, does that mean the kodim lahachmetz? Does it taka mean the way we just explained that it like becomes leaven a lot faster than it spoils, and that's why you're going to be chayiv karis? Or maybe it means karayv lahachmetz. Maybe it means it's like it starts becoming chametz and and it entered the process. But chametz gomor loyhave. He'll actually agree that it never becomes chametz gomor. And this that he says chayiv karis is because he holds that as, as long as you started the process of chametz, that's also a chiv. Okay? So, what exactly does he mean by karayv lahachmetz? It is, it is an interesting expression. So the Gemara says, let's try to answer this. Toshma, come and listen. Titania, because we learned in a b'raisa, Amr v'yechemiru, v'yechemiru, said, Ayriz min daganu, rice is a type of grain, v'chiyav ma'alchimutzi kart, and your chayiv, if it uh, turns into chametz karts, but you can fulfill your chiyav matzah. agrees, and he also says, not he agrees. I mean, he, he says in addition to his previous uh, statement. Similarly, he says kramis That if you have uh, if you have kramis, uh, you're also going to be chayav chal. Now the Gemara says, what in the world is kramis? What is that? What is it? Yeah, a type of candy bar. What's going on? Says the Gemara, my kramis. What is that? Amar Abaya explains, Ishitzanisa. Kramis Ishitzanisa. Says the Gemara, thank you, I know, thank you. I still don't know what you're talking about. Now I don't know what kramis is, nor do I know what Shitsanisa is. My Shitsanisa. What that is? Amar Papa, Papa says, Shitsanisa, I'll tell you what it is. The Mishtacha Beni Kalinasa. Shitsanisa is a type of thing that's found with Kalinasa. Now Rashi says, it's a it's a nigla, and it's a type of seed in a flower, All right? So it's some sort of seed that's in a that's in a flower. So Rabbi Yechonon Benuri is now saying that that rice sticking, getting to our point of the Gemara, rice is a type of grain, and he says that this seed in this flower is also, which is called crumus, is also, by the way, if you make uh, if you make dough out of it, there's going to be chiyuv uh, chal. Period. All right. So you talk us here. Rice is is uh, a proper grain for matzah. Period. All right. Amar Rabbi Barbachana Amar Rishlakish. Rabbi Barbachana says in the name of Rishlakish Isa Shani Lusha Biyayim Mishamenu Dvash. If you have dough. That's instead of being turned into dough via water, it was turned into dough with either wine, oil, or honey. It is. I mix dough with wine. And I let it turn into chametz. It's not the iser kares that water would be. I'm Amish have a challah. Yosef, Rapapa, Rabbuna, Breda, Rabbi Yeshua, Kameda, Rabbi Dibarabin, the Yosef, Rabbi Dibarabin, will come in Namnim. Rapapa, Ravun, Rabbi Yeshua, saying, Rabbi Dibarabin, Rabbi Dibarabin was taking a drimu. Yeah, he was taking a, dozing off a bit, he's taking a nap. Amri, Ravuna, Breda, Rabbi Yeshua, Rapapa, my time is Eishlakish. What's the Svara for Eishlakish that if you mix the flour with other things that are not water, there's no Chiv Kars? Amalei says, Tayyip, Adamakra says, Laisecha, Lab Chomets, you shouldn't eat. Chametz with your carbon pesach, and the drasha is dvarim shadim yitzim amidei chavasa b'matzah chayav malchimutzay karitz. He says, "I'll tell you why." 
Because if you make your matzah out of flour and wine, or flour and oil, or flour and juice, or flour and honey, or flour and anything, guess what? You don't fulfill your chi of matzah. If I make grape juice matzah, wine matzah, honey matzah, and I mix the honey with my flour, and then I cook it in an oven, I can't. That can't be my matzah at the Seder. Therefore, the same way I can't use it as my matzah, I'm not chayv the chiyuv karis. Same source as we started out today with, right? In order to be chayv, in order to be allowed to be yaitzim my mitzvah, it goes hand in hand with the chiyuv karis. Well, it lo- turns out to be a len- leniency as well. If I can't fulfill my chiyuv matzah, that means there's not going to be a chiyuv karis from eating it on Pesach. Which, by the way, is why a person can't fulfill their chiyuv at the seder with egg matzah, right? Because egg matzah is not water and flour. It's mixed with other things. Let's say a person did not make flour out of, I'm sorry, let's say a person did not make dough out of his flour and water. Rather, he took water, he poured wheat, barley, spelt, oat, rye flour into the water and drank it. He drank it. Now, what is that, metamusal or something? Imchamitsu, if it's chametz onus karis. It's chiv karis. Imatsuhu, okay, because it's same thing, it's a mixture. Imatsuhu, however, let's say it was matzah, in Pesach, you see from over here, there's going to be a chi of, uh, you also don't fulfill your chi of matzah. Um, so you see a situation where there's going to be a chi of kares by drinking this, but it's not considered a chilas matzah. So you see very clearly a halacha where the two halachas, the, the two sources don't go hand in hand. You find where I have a chi of kares, Despite the fact that if I would have had it at the Pesach, uh, you know, as for matzah, I still wouldn't have fulfilled my chiv. Very gishmak. Right? We, have, we, have, we kind of find an exception to the rule. If you have an exception to the rule, so that's messing up the whole uh, hekish in the psuk. So, itar bahu ravidi baravin. So, ravidi baravin, who they were all sitting in front of a learning Torah with, woke up. Omar lahu. He said to them, she says, my young Talmidim, I'll tell you why Reish Lakesh holds that the other juices and elements, you don't fulfill your matzah. It has nothing to do with the psukim of, of kares and matzah. It's because these things are considered meperis. Yeah, they're considered fruit juice. Top of Omer Beis. And meperes doesn't cause chametz at all. And memela, since it doesn't cause chametz at all, it also will not cause a chi of, um, it also won't allow me, it, it won't cause a chi of kares. And memela, it won't allow me to use that for my chametz on Pesach. Okay, Gabaldic, end of that discussion. Top line of Lamed Hamad Bey's, top line of 35b. of a person can fulfill their chiyuv of matzah with demai and maizu. Says the Gemara, demai, why can you fulfill your matzah with demai? 
The halacha really is that lechatchila, ideally, a person is not allowed to eat the mayim. If you have a suffix, whether truma meiser, whether meisers was separated, you're not you're not supposed to eat it. So if you're not supposed to eat it, it's not fit for you. So why do I why do I fulfill my chiyuv? So more answers. He says because it's like roi, it's fit. Why? Because since if you wanted, you could make yourself poor by declaring everything ownerless. And now that you're poor, the halacha is that a poor person is allowed to eat demai. And now I, I am fit to make myself poor. And if I, if I do become poor, I could eat demai. So it's kind of like in the league. We're not saying that you should and it's proper to make demai as your matzah. But if you do it, it's already in the league of matzah because technically there's a loophole to find to allow me to eat it. If I do it, I fulfilled my chiv. How do you know that this halacha is takachu? That if I do, if I am mafkir my nechasr, all of a sudden demai becomes allowed. It's not. Because we learned in the Mishnah, machil nas aniyam demai, aniyam are allowed to eat demai, ves achsaniya demai. And also achsaniya are traveling soldiers. People who who need food. So you could be makal on the suffix. You could be leaning on the suffix demai. Again, demai is things that I purchased from an ignorant Jew. It's quite possible he took miser, and it's possible he didn't. It's a suffix. So in a normal situation, we'll say, go separate miser, make sure the he was done, and then finish. But if it's an abnormal situation, a guy's desperate for food. So then we say, it's fine. Before You, you can just let, you know, let them eat the mind. The Amar of Huda, Huda says, Tana, we, we learned, you see, our Mishnah follows Basilal, as we usually do. And that is why um, uh, if a person does eat matzah made out of Demai at the Pesach Seder, they do fulfill their obligation. Period. End of that shtickle of Mishnah. Next shtickle of Mishnah. This Amr, by the way, as you, you'll notice, has a number of colons as we go down. It's going to be just uh, be a number of separate discussions within our Mishnah. The next part of the Mishnah said, um, Also, if you ate matzah that was made out of Maiserishain, that the Chumba was separated, which is what you're supposed to do. right? You have Maiserishain, you give that to the Levi, and then you you, you, you set aside Chumba. Says Gemara, yeah, I mean, Pshita. Right? The Kiva Shitlu Chumba say, Kulin Have. Yeah, so that's great. You separated your Chumba, hooray. So, of course, you could use it as matzah. What's the problem? What's the Chiddush? Gemara says, like, Tricha, um, no, the Chiddush is, Shakdimu Bishibalu, that maybe a person took Maiserisha in a little too early. Halacha is, you're not supposed to separate your Maiser until the grain has all been brought in and smoothed out in the piles. Now, once it's prepared to be human food, human consumption is what obligates me in the Chiyah Maiser. What happens if I took Maiser a little too early? I did it prior to that stage. That's the case over here, says the Mishnah. So I took my Miser when it was still Vishibolim. Yeah, it was still, uh, you know, just harvested. It wasn't smoothed out into piles. wasn't separated to be for, for human eating, human consumption. And then you took Chumas Miser. 
but Shuma Gedayla was not yet separated either. Okay, which is also out of order. So and we're following Rabbi Avahu, Dhamma Rabbavo, Rabbavo says in such a situation, Amr of Shimalakash quoting Rishlakash, my Sarishabala, my Sarisha, if it was taken too early, Patumi Chumagadaila, this takinokhiv of Chumagadaila, Shinamar Vari Maisman Chuma Sasha Maisabin Amaisa. You only have obligated in the Chuma Gedaila to the Kohen if it's also in, already in the status of a of Maisar to the Levi. Once I have a Chi of Maisar, I have a Chi of Chuma. But here where I did it too early, um, here I did it too early, never had a Chi of Maisar. So what's Rabbi Bo's Diok? Maisar min a Maisar amartilach. To Chumas uh, Maisar, we said the Levi has to give to the Kayan, but Chuma Gedaila, Chumas Maisar min a Maisar, but not Chuma Gedaila and Maisar from Maisar. Amalir of Papa Labai, but Papa asked a question on Abai Elamayata. But if it's taka true, that if you take it too early, the levy does not have to separate his own truma. So even if um, even if he he separated the miser too early, okay. When it, I'm sorry, even when he separated the, the miser at the proper time, when it was in the cree, when it was already smoothed out in the pile and fit for human consumption, and the separation happened before the truma. It should still be allowed. Why is the halacha specific to the miser being taken before the piles were smoothed out, even if it was done afterwards? We should still allow the matzah to be eaten. Because it still had a, according to the psukim, it means only miser is going to get in the way and not miser minimizer. Amar Lehi says back to Malacha Amar Kra. The Torah bavarns this. The Torah forewarns your question by letting us know. From all your matanas, you should separate your truma for Hashem, which lets us know that the Levi has to also separate um, whatever the Yisrael gives him. Right? What ha- the way it works is like this. We give Meiser to the Levi and we give truma to the Kayin. The Levi himself has to take one-fiftieth of what we give him for Truma Gedayla, and then he separates one-tenth for Truma's Meiser as well. Says the Gemara, Umara Isa, and how do you know the Darshanit uh, over here that it's referring to the Levi separating his Truma's Meiser as opposed to referring to the Levi separating Truma Gedayla? says, uh, Because one's talking about where it's all, it's uh, still out in the field. And one's talking about where it wasn't. Uh, it was yeah. The one's talking about where it's out in the field and it wasn't smoothed out yet, so it doesn't have the full status of grain. And the other one is when the whole process was completed and it's set aside for uh, for human consumption. Okay, so the Gemara is answering like this to say it outside that the reason why we're pottering the levy from. Uh, from separating Truma Gedayla now, when he did it out of order, is because he, at the time that he separated, the Kayan never had rights to it yet anyway. Because it was never smoothed down in a pile, it was never set aside for human consumption. And Mamela, we're not going to find him. We're not going to find the Levi while the grain was still out in the field and not produced. Period. End of that discussion. Next piece of the Mishnah discusses the Halacha. Of Maisersheni Hektishanifta. When a person eats matzah that's made out of Maisersheni and Hektish that had been redeemed. Now, isn't that okay? What's Maisersheni? 
after I take my Maisha Rishon, I take Maisha Shani. What do I do about Maisha Shani? I take the Yushalayim and eat it. It's holy. What if I don't want to take the Yushalayim and eat it right now? So we know the Allah is you transfer the Kedusha onto money. And then you take your money to Yerushalayim. What's with the produce? Once I take off the Kedusha from the produce and I put it onto money, what's with the produce? It's regular chulin, right? And the Mishnah is saying, by the way, you're allowed to take matzah, you're allowed to make matzah out of my sheshani that was redeemed. Of course. It's not my sheshani anymore. Says the Gemara, Pshita, yeah, I know that. It's regular chulin now. It's no longer my sheshani. The Kedusha was transferred onto money. The Gemara says no. I'll tell you the Kiddush of the Mishnah. What are we dealing with over here? When you redeem my Sashani is, you have to, I, I, again, I have $100 worth of grain. I don't want to schlep my $100 of grain to Shalayim. So I transfer it onto money. Now the halacha is, if I transfer it onto money, I have to set aside $100 plus a fifth. It's like me'ila. You add on a fifth. So what happened is over here, says the Mishnah, I redeemed my Miser Shani, my $100 of produce, I put onto $100 in cash, but I didn't do $120. I didn't add that extra fit. So I redeemed it onto the proper money, but I didn't add the amount that the Torah wants me to add. Komash Belond, Ein Charish Ma'akiv. We say, even if you did it like that, I can still use the grain as matzah. Because the added fifth is not matzah. It doesn't get in the way of the redemption. Here's the Kiddush. I have $100 in produce. Let's just speak this outside. $100 in produce. My Sushani. I don't want to take it to Yushalayim. I transfer it. I'm supposed to transfer it onto $120. But I only transfer it onto $100. The Mishnah tells me it's a kosher redemption. It's valid. It worked. I, what's with the extra 20 bucks? You owe that to the Beis HaMikdash now. You owe that to my Shani. I'm sorry. All right, you owe it. You owe 20 bucks. But it doesn't mean the whole redemption isn't valid. The redemption docket is valid. The Mela, if I eat matzah made out of the produce, since the redemption was valid, my chi of matzah has been completed. Period. End of that Chiddush of the Mishnah. Next two dots. The Kahanim can also make their matzah out of chala and shuma. Now, who's supposed to eat chala? The Kohen. Who's supposed to eat shuma? Kohen. So I give chala to my. I'm not a Kohen. So I give my chala to Simcha Kong. I give my shuma to Simcha Kong. He can do what he wants. So Simcha takes his chala and shuma. And he makes matzah out of it. For his Pesach Seder. Of course he gets his... It's his. He can do what he wants, right? Says Mar Pshita. Push it. Why does the Mishnah got to tell me that? That's simple, of course. And for the Gemara, no. It's not so push it because we're talking about a unique case. Mahu I would have say matzah That since the Torah says that... Um, that uh, all of Yisrael has to eat matzah. The matzah that's eaten has to be prepared in a way that any yid in Klau Yisrael is eligible to eat this, and I cannot eat matzah 
and if I uh, made out of challah and shuma, and if I can't eat matzah made out of challah and shuma, that means simcha can't either. Kamash malan, matzus matzus riba. The Mishnah therefore lets us know that no, the Torah says the word matzos and then says the word matzos again. We constantly find matzos since it's constantly talking about matzos. It's letting us know that any matzah, as long as it's not a chametz dika one and it comes from the five grains, it does not need to be one that's unlimited uh, or or not uh, without uh, limits. Even if it's a matzah that's limited to certain people, i.e. kaihanim, it's still going to be valid. That's the Chiddush of the Mishnah, period. Okay. Avalai b'tevel. Says the Mishnah, you can't make matzah at a tevel. Now, tevel is grain that for sure trumas and maestras weren't, uh, were, for sure that truma and maestras was not separated from. Now we know the halacha is tevel, is we'd call it in our terms, even though it's wrong terms, but it's trade. All right, it's not kosher. You're not allowed to eat tevel. All right, so that's basically like uh, telling me that the mishdami. Me, oh, by the way, you can't fulfill your your mitzvah of matzah at the pesach seder with a cheeseburger. Yeah, I know. I mean, you can't, you can't eat tevel. It's not kosher, right? You're not allowed to eat it. Sigmar says pshita. Of course I can't fulfill my chiv matzah with tevel. That's like sitting down over a cheeseburger and making a bracha. You can't fulfill your mitzvah with something forbidden. Maybe something that was only tevel midrabonon. We know midaraisa. Biblically, you only need to take chumas and maestras from things that are attached to the ground, things that are planted in the ground or planted in a perforated flower pot. The Rabbonon went ahead and made a gzera, and they said you even need to separate chumas or maestras from a closed flower pot because otherwise people are going to come mess things up. So the Chiddush of the Mishra says the Gemara is, let's say I have tevel that was grown in an unperforated flower pot, which midairaisa, I don't need to separate chumas or maestras. Midrabanan I do. Even so, says the Mishnah, you still do not fulfill your biblical obligation of matzah. It's taka chiddush. Because the whole chi of a matzah is midaraisa. Midaraisa? I was allowed to eat this. Oh, since midrabanan you are not allowed to. It's tevel and you don't fulfill your chi. Next halacha of the Mishnah. You cannot fulfill your chiyuv with maizerishon that truma was not separated from. Okay, again, so this is kind of, not kind of, but this is also a scenario where something's not kosher. Okay? Says the Gemara, you're not allowed to eat a pshita. Of course. Right? If you didn't separate truma's maizer, so the maizer I gave to the levy is considered tevel for the levy. He never separated his own shum. Again, like we answered earlier, where the levy took his miser too early, and then he separated his shumas miser also from the grain that he took too early. I would have thought to say, like we said earlier, like Rav Papa told Abaye, 
that it's going to be fit to be used as matzah, kamash belong, kiddushani lay. The Kiddush is that no, the way, Raf, the way that Abaye responded to Rapapa is actually correct, and therefore it's still considered Tevel until the Levi separates Shuma Gedaila. And that's why you're not allowed to use it as Matzah. Period. End of that explanation of the Mishnah. The next part of the Mishnah said, you can't eat Matzah made out of grain from Meister Shani that was not redeemed. Let's say I never took the Kedusha off my Shanis. Now I'm sitting at my table in St. Louis eating matzah, that's my Shashani. Says the Mishnah, you don't get your mitzvah. It's not Vera to take a bite. You can't fulfill your chiv of matzah with my Shashani and Hiktish Shalai Niftu that was not redeemed. Says Marpshita. Of course not. Yeah? Of course. I'm not allowed to eat it. Tell me you're not allowed to eat something, but you're getting a mitzvah of matzah with it? What, what's that? So I'm saying, no. The Mishnah is letting us know that even when this miser was redeemed, one, one second, you just told me it wasn't redeemed. What do we mean that it wasn't redeemed? It means, I redeem a miser sheni, but meaning, if I have miser sheni that was redeemed onto in asima, okay? So, the halacha is you're supposed to redeem the kedusha, the value, onto money. Let's say I didn't do it onto money. I did it onto asima is a type of worm. Okay, I'm sorry, not a worm. It's a it's a, a block of silver. Okay, it's a block of silver. So, the Rachmana Amar The Torah says that you got to um, that uh, you you have to put it onto molded silver, molded money. Which means that you're supposed to transfer the Kedusha onto something that has a Tzura, something that has an image on it. The Hektish Shechilu Agabe Karka. Or you have uh, the, the other part is what do you mean the Hektish Shalai Niftu? We're dealing with Hektish that was redeemed onto Karka, it was redeemed onto uh, property. All right? And the Rachmana Omar, the Torah says that really, you're supposed to uh, uh, transfer the Kedusha onto money. So you see from over here that if a person instead uh, transferred, removed the Kedusha from my Sashini, but onto the wrong thing, I didn't do it onto money, I did it onto a, a, a brick of something, or I did it my hectish, I didn't redeem it properly onto money, rather I did it onto, uh, onto uh, land, in these cases the taka does not work, and if I eat my my Sashini as my matzah, I have not fulfilled my chiv. Period. End of that discussion. the rabbis learned so I might think niska. I might think that a person could fulfill their their tevel that has not. I, I might think you. I might think you can fulfill your matzah with tevel. Says the Gemara. First of all, why would I think that? And secondly, what do you mean tevel that wasn't niskan? Tevel, by definition, means it's not fit. Call Tevel Nami Halainiska. Tevel, by definition, means it's not fit, right? It wasn't fixed up. It's not fit. I can't do anything with it. So, yeah, just extra words. Ella, what's the case? But Tevel Shalai Niska and Kol 
let's say I have grain, it's considered tevel because it wasn't taken care of properly. Meaning, I separated truma gedayla from the tevel, but not truma's mice. Or, my serisha. I separated my serisha from the lady, but like my sashani. I knew my sashani. Or, my filo my serani. Or, let's say I didn't separate my serani. All right, so basically, called tevel nami So basically, it's tevel when I, I took my sir, but not all the necessary my So the question is, minayim. So now, what's the underlying suvara? What's the underlying factors telling me that as long as every last miser is not separated, I cannot use it for matzah. Says the Gemara now, prove it. Prove it. Until now we've been saying, if you haven't separated all the misers, can't use it. If you have a suffix, okay. If you did, fine. Says the Gemara, prove it. Why? 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 Prove it. You're not allowed to eat chametz with the matzah. Miser, 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 which means it's only, you're only allowed to fulfill your chi of matzah with something, listen to this, listen to this, okay, follow along. It's all, you only fulfill your chi of matzah with something that is forbidden mitzad chametz only. Yotzah zu, which excludes cases that are usher for other reasons. She'eni sur mishum baltecha chametz and mishum why can't I eat matzah of tevel made, uh, uh, made for, for my Seder? Why can't I eat it? Because this food is not usher due to chametz. It's usher due to tevel. And anything that's usher for a, for a, uh, in a, a separate reason, I cannot fulfill my chi of matzah. I can only fulfill my chi of matzah with something that if, if left out would be an issue of chametz alone. But if there's any underlying other issues, tevel, not redeem anything, right? Any underlying issues telling me that I can't eat it, all of a sudden, it's not fit for matzah. Bisur the chametz leichen azla. Says the why not? Why not? Let it be chametz dikat tevel. Chametz dikat tevel. And say that, oh, this is also in the category of chametz, so let me eat it. Why can't something have these two isurim together, right? Amr Shesha is her money. Who's the Tana? Shimon Hid Omar ain't Isr Khalal Isr. Ain't Isr Khalal Isr. Fascinating concept. Once something is not kosher, it's not kosher. You can't add a prohibition. The Tani learned to the Bryce of Shimon Aimer. Shimon says, Top of tomorrow's daft. Taplamid Baba. Eichal Nevela Biyamaki Purim Potter. The person who eats a Nevela on Yom Kippur is Potter. What does he mean? Is Potter? Because when something is already usher mitzad nevela, the other transgression of, of uh, Yom Kippur can't kick in. It's already usher in general, totally separate from Yom Kippur. So the extra isser of, about, you're supposed to fast, the, the extra isser of eating doesn't kick in. It doesn't take effect. And memela, you're not going to be mechayev, achi of chatas, for eating on Yom Kippur. That is the opinion of Reb Shimon. Let's just wrap this up with one more thought. Ravina Omar, uh, Ravina, uh, however, argues, and he says it doesn't need to be Rav Shimon. Our Brisa can even be the, the opinion of the Rabbanon who old Isser Chalal Isser. 
And they're going to understand the Pasuk, which says, means that you can only fulfill your Chi of Matzah with grain that comes about only from the Chi of Chametz. Yatzazu, which excludes Tevel, Sheini Surah Mishum Batei Chametz Bavad, Ela Av Mishum Tevel. Says Gemara, Midi Bavad Ksiv. It doesn't say that Ela Michav Ratakar of Sheshas. We prefer of Sheshas's opinion that the Tana is Rav Shimon and not Ravina's opinion that it can even fit with the uh, can even fit with the Rabbanon. We're now up to Tana Rabbanon, six lines down on Lamed Vav Amar Aleph. The Ezra Hashem tomorrow we will pick up from uh, here at 9.30.